Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. We often hear stories about people who get fired and they say, hey, it was wrong for you to fire me, especially for the reason you fired me, so I want my job back. And then they file some kind of action and uh, a tribunal of some sort says, not only must you rehire the person, you got to pay him some money because you shouldn't have fired him for that. So we've heard all kinds of interesting stories about reasons people have been fired. And uh, Marcus sent me notes to Steve, check this one out. Now, this is, this is from Irish News, from The Independent. But the headline's a good one. Alcoholic super value manager who was sacked after he drank himself unconscious on the premises has been awarded 40,000 euros. Stephen Burke wrote this. The supermarket's been ordered to pay nearly 40,000 euros for firing an alcoholic manager who drank himself comatose on vodka on the premises when his employers went away to a wedding. <laughs> so apparently they're off celebrating. He's back holding on the fort celebrating. The supermarket's owners called it an incalculable breach of trust, which meant the manager had broken promises made after similar behavior the previous year. So they're saying, look, it wasn't even his first time. The Workplace Relations Commission, the WRC, found the manager had been discriminatorily sacked because he was an alcoholic, and that in the absence of precedent in the area, it could not accept the breach of trust as a defense for discrimination. You can't discriminate against him simply because he's an alcoholic. Now, it sounded to me like they got rid of him because he was drunk on the premises, but... Depends on, I guess, which side you're on in this one. A tribunal upheld the complaint that the man filed against Michael Connolly and Sons Limited, which trades as Connolly's super value. Uh, The tribunal was told there had been a series of alcoholic-related issues with the man in 2019 leading up to a serious incident at work four days before Christmas in 2019. He was declared fit to work in January 2020, after seeing the company doctor, where he agreed to attend Alcoholics Anonymous and for there to be no repeat of the alcoholic incidents, the WRC heard. Now, I'm going to tell you right now that there's a lot of debate in various communities about how effective Alcoholics Anonymous is. I know some people who swear by it. I know some people who say, eh, it doesn't do anything. But many institutions do like it. Courts will often tell people they must attend AA. And so here, apparently... Uh, that was part of the equation. So in, to- in October of the same year, uh, the family that owned the supermarket went away for a weekend to attend their daughter's wedding, leaving this man in sole charge of the supermarket. So that's the uh, uh, lawyers for the company making their case. On Saturday, October 24th, uh, the complainant brought a considerable volume of alcohol to work. So he he didn't bother buying it there. He brought it with him to work. He drank the vodka on the premises to such an extent that he'd become completely unconscious and seriously alarmed his immediate colleagues to his (laughs) well-being. It's one thing to be drunk. It's another to have people scared for your safety. He had to be brought home by his fellow workers. The tribunal was told that he informed his employer he would go directly into a residential addiction course three days after the incident. Now, in his testimony, the man expressed remorse for what happened and said he thought the previous year he could resolve his alcohol issues largely on his own. He said the company doctor had been helpful but was not an addiction expert and realistically was of little value. He said his alcoholism had been progressive at the time that as of October 2020, That was the moment he hit the wall. 
realizing it had completely taken over his life. Only at this point did he recognize the extent of his problem, he said, and immediately booked into a residential treatment program. He said he left the treatment course a changed man and was asking the company for another chance in whatever capacity this might be possible when he appealed his dismissal. Now, the supermarket continued to pay his salary while he attended the treatment, and that when he was certified fit to return to work in December 2020, uh, he was suspended on full pay for an investigation. The ultimate outcome of the disciplinary process which followed was a finding of gross misconduct and a sanction of dismissal. The managing director of the firm and the decision maker in this case said, on every level, professional and personal, the breach of trust was simply incalculable. The relationship could not continue in the absence of trust. The risk that he was posing to the business was too great. Dismissal was a very hard decision to come to, but there was no alternative. He said alternatives such as a step-down job at the store would never have been possible because the loss of confidence among the staff in the management of the supermarket would have been immense. Dismissal was the only and most regrettable option. Every other employee would have done the same. Meanwhile, the man's dismissal was later upheld on appeal, a process which his barrister argued did not take his alcoholism in proper account and failed to consider the complainant's suggestions on reasonable accommodation. So you know that if you've got some kind of thing that affects your ability to do your job, but there's an accommodation that they can make for you, then they make the accommodation. So let's suppose, just making up something here, that uh, you are in a wheelchair, okay? And your job is going to require you to be behind the counter. And unfortunately, the counter was set up for people who are standing, well, how hard is it to accommodate that? It's not that hard at all. You just build something to where the wheelchair can go up and now suddenly you're at the correct height. Okay, so accommodations for somebody's issues. Well, this man is an alcoholic, apparently. And how do you accommodate that? In plain English, the complainant was dismissed simply because he was an alcoholic. This was grossly discriminatory. <laughs> now, I understand attorneys and barristers have got to make the arguments they make, but come on. Adjudicating officer found that the man had a well-recognized disability in the form of alcoholism and noted that there had been many alcohol incidents involving the complainant in 2019. However, this was the weekend that the complainant, by his own admission, chose to bring into the store a considerable quantity of alcohol and proceeded to consume it on the premises until he became comatose. As store manager with all the responsibilities attached, this, to any reasonable observer, was a catastrophic breach of trust that would render any future employment relationship very difficult, if not impossible. So the parties argued back and forth about what kinds of people can be fired for what. And somebody pointed out there's a case where an air traffic controller was fired for being drunk on the job. <laughs> oh? <laughs> the question is, is that the same level of responsibility as a supermarket manager? After they argued about this for quite some time, the uh, hearing officer found that discrimination on the grounds of disability and failure to provide a reasonable accommodation. We're proven. We're proven. So the man's got a disability. He's an alcoholic. And they need to provide reasonable accommodations to that. And that's the question. <laughs> Do you have to make it so that he can drink at work? Or I'm not quite sure what that means. However, the interesting thing here is that he apparently was given the one chance. And they said, you know, you had this ugly incident. So you got the one chance to get your act together. After that, he did it again, where he had a problem at work. And they said, fine, now you're fired. And this panel and tribunal is saying, well, you got to make some accommodations. I think what they're getting at 
is the fact that when they gave him his first chance and he saw the company doctor, that didn't really do anything meaningful with respect to his alcoholism. And so when they gave him that next chance and he screwed that up, he claims he then went and got the help he needed. And so the tribunal is saying, now that he's gotten his help, if he can stay off the alcohol at the job and it just simply requires some other accommodations, like, I don't know, allowing him to attend AA or something, they've got to do that. But he was out of work for 18 weeks. Uh, and then when he got a new job, it was a radically reduced salary. And he incurred ongoing losses. He lost earnings of about 103,000 euros. So the tribunal here ordered 40,000 euros to be paid to the man. And it was a sum just 250 euros less than the maximum awarded uh, possible by law. So he did get almost as much money as they could possibly give him. We don't know if they're trying to send a little bit of a message by shaving off 250 pounds by saying, well, we kind of see the point here. Uh, I do know that a lot of times tribunals like this do tend to side with the workers. And they look at it and go, well, big companies got tons of money. This guy's out of work. What are the equities here? I'm not saying it's right. But I'm saying that's what often happens. I know that, like, for instance, there are states where the unemployment uh, people uh, will bend over backwards to grant the unemployment to somebody, even if they were fired for cause. But here's a situation where the super value manager apparently got a second chance and blew that. And they're saying, well, the second chance really ought to be the first chance because that's when it appears he went out and got the help. So he was sacked after he drank himself unconscious on the job, but was awarded 40,000 euros as a result. From the Independent, in the Irish News section, Stephen Burke wrote it. Marcus sent it. Thanks a lot. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Leto's Law. Never take action until you have clearly answered the question, what happens if I do nothing?